Welcome to the Intelligence for Your Life podcast. I'm John Tesh along with Give Gerard. If this is your first time joining us, we are here to move you from the place you are right now in your life to the place you were meant to be. We have 10 full-time researchers and they just find all the latest intel you need to uh, be the smartest person in the room. And you know, Gib, most of us expect our grandparents to go to bed early, right? Clip coupons, Mm -hmm. talk about how they just uh, don't get new technology. But if you know a young person who does all these things, and apparently you do because we were talking about this, you've just met a Yoldi. I, I actually know some Yoldies. So it's a young oldie, right? Right, yeah. They're, they are, like you said, they're people who, who are not in their 70s, but yet live the lifestyle of somebody who is a retiree. Meaning they're in their 20s. They're in their 20s, yeah. and they, are, they, are, they, they wear the fedora. They like to knit. <laughs> uh, they, they like to play, they like to play uh, cribbage. Is that even a thing? Is it, yeah, I they, believe it is. Yeah, they do cribbage yeah. and lawn. But they like all the retro stuff to an extent where they are... They embody like like imagine cocoon. Remember cocoon? Sure. The young, like the vibrant old people in cocoon. That's imagine if they were actually twenty. That is what a yoldi is. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, yes, like you said, they were. Um, this report says they wear tweed jackets and bow ties. Oh, yeah. They find them in secondhand stores. They buy vinyl records. I have a cousin. She goes through her grandmother's closet and takes all of her grandmother's stuff. Right. And where's the where's the jewelry? Where's the the glasses? All that stuff. Yeah, and they take um they take knitting classes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, knitting is very big. And when did this start? I, yeah, I have no. You know, I think maybe, maybe sometime when the economy started to crash and people sort of became nostalgic for yesteryear right, when they wanted right. to like, back when back when jobs paid you a living wage. They mm-hmm. want they want to remember yeah. those times. Yeah, and they watch all the Nickelodeon shows too. Did you oh yeah, that? yeah. So all the stuff. I mean, like for example, I when I grow up, grew up. I used to watch Nick at Night. I would stay up late and watch all of the shows from the fifties and sixties. I loved them. Like I loved Dobie Gillis and Donna yeah, Reed yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. what's the one? It was um, the Patty Duke show. Uh-huh. I, I watched all those shows growing up, and uh, I, I I've actually I've actually had more fun talking to people in their sixties and seventies right. about television right, right. than I do ha- talking about modern television. But it's it's just an idea. It's it's going for the retro thing. It's going for the stuff. From yesteryear, right. yeah. it's the same reason people go antiquing. This is good. This it's is just great. a whole style of yeah, antiquing. Yeah. I, just, I I think I just came up with a with a with a great money making venture, which is just pretty much empty my closet out onto the the lawn, and I'm oh, gonna have dude. A, I'm gonna have a yard sale. Oh, all the suits from Entertainment Tonight in the yeah, '90s, exactly. You exactly. make a billion dollars. And give whether you're a you're a yoldie or you're a youngie or an or an oldie, uh, there are few things that are more terrifying and prone to disaster. Than making a toast. So we're going to talk about uh, how to make a toast. So I've seen some real. I'm sure you have too, because you've been more to more weddings lately than I have. Uh-huh. You, you, how, you can see how how soon can you see the crash and burn come? Oh, right at the top. Right, right at the top, you, you can tell if it's going to crash and burn. Right. It's the first of all the way that they open with confidence or not. So if the person opens the opens the toast and they're really shaky, and they have a lot of pages of little index cards, you know you're in for some boring stuff. <laughs> um, uh, but if they come right out and like, oh my gosh, I, let me just tell you about how much I love this guy, yeah. you yeah. know you're in for a good time. You're going yeah. to have an enjoyable time. Yeah, if they start com- commenting on the microphone like, you know, uh, oh, oh, is this echo, echo? Why is this on? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, you know yeah. You're so anyway. My wife has actually given one of the worst wedding toasts oh, I've ever been a part of. No. She and her best friend... They got nervous and they drank too much wine before they went up there. I can't imagine. Her and they had they, it was a disaster. We were laughing so hard; uh, it was incredible. She, they just, they didn't really have a point. 
It was fantastic. Yeah, so I, I, I highly, I, I got to find video of that somewhere. So here are some tips to help make the experience less terrifying and more memorable. And this is going to be a, a great little piece because uh, Gib is a comedy writer, and these tips also come from TV comedy writer Rob Lazebnik. Rob Lazebnik. So he says, first of all, keep it short. He says, toasts are more pressure-filled today because we're competing for people's attention with cell phones yep. and because we know that when we mess up, it's going to be on YouTube yep. within an hour. Everybody so, has a camera around, so yep. you're going to be recorded. So he says, make sure your toast never lasts longer than three minutes. That's the limit, he Absolutely. says. Absolutely. Yeah. Abs- nobody, nobody cares that much. I don't think I've ever seen one that short before, no. ever. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, it, you, should, you should have it at three minutes, keep it poppy, really plan out what you're going to say because more than three minutes, people really stop caring. Yeah. And there's a dozen yeah. toasts at some of these weddings. Yeah. This is good advice. You can get, by the way, you can give this to a family member too, any of this advice. Subtly. He, another easy way to give, uh, uh, to give shorter toasts is to stick to telling no more than one story. Pick one story. Yep. So the comedian Lezebnik says, when a toast rambles from one anecdote to another, it's going to be as frustrating as digging through a bag of trail mix, as he says, looking for the one M&M. Yeah. So, so don't ramble. Choose one anecdote. Yep. And then get to the point. As we say in the business, you have to land the plane. Yeah, and you all leave him wanting more. You want to be the guy that everybody goes up to afterwards. Oh and goes, my gosh, oh, you should be on TV. Great story. Yeah. Tell me, do you have any more stories? That's the guy you want yeah, to be. Yeah. Don't be the guy who's like, wow, that was a. Re- you should have stayed with the first story. The rest were really boring. Don't just stick with the one story and even embellish it a little bit so it encompasses everything that you want to say. So here's the last toast tip from our uh, our comedy expert. He says you should know that embarrassing is never the same as funny. In fact, oh. he says telling. I, I like this line. Telling an embarrassing story in a toast is as dangerous as carrying nitroglycerin because while there's a chance your story will be a hit, there's a better chance that it will blow up in your in your face before you even finish talking. Abs- I, I, this, is, this is really, really good because an embarrassing story, to his point, is not, it, it has so many opportunities to not lift up the bride and groom in a way that you're there to do. If you're giving the toast, you're there to, to, to honor them on their special day and lift them up in front of all of their extended friends and family. So if your story doesn't do that, if it's embarrassing, if it brings them down a notch, if it could embarrass them in front of their new in-laws, don't tell it. Right. And, and there's also there's a grandma test, right? Right. Remember the grandma test? The grandma will be there. If you wouldn't say it in front of the grandma, yeah. don't say it yeah. in the toast because you will be saying it in front of the grandma. It's not even a grandma test. Yeah. It's just be aware that there's a grandma. Hey, we want to remind you that coming up in about, uh, oh, I'd say eight, 10 minutes, um, we're going to have an interview with a dating expert. His name is uh, Scotty Myers. Scotty Myers also happens to be our executive producer. I've known Scotty for 19 years, and he, uh, he was married for years, uh, but then they broke up, and he became, he became single again. So he's single, and he's, um, he's, over his, he's in his 40s. He's in his late, late 40s. Yeah, and he right? is, but he's very, first of all, you have to know how much I unbelievable, I'm excited I am to have Scotty on the show today. Um, I love this guy so much, and he is the embodiment of what you imagine when you imagine a guy who is fresh into the dating pool and is all up to date on the online dating apps. That is who he is. He knows all of the angles on all of them. I'm really excited to talk to him. Yeah, and Scott Myers and Betsy Chase, by the way, uh, they're our co-executive producers. The, the decisions that they make every day affect about four, as a 41 million people listen to our, our radio show, uh, 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 Gross Impressions, uh, per week. And so Scotty is a is a very successful businessman. He's a, he's a big part of the, of the success of this show. But he's also single, and he's taken this dating thing. Um, he's really treating it like a like like a research project project in a business. So he's on like yeah. four or five of these of, of these dating apps. And so there really it really is an insight. Rather than having somebody who oh, I wrote this book, I wrote that book, or I'm from Harvard. He, this is a real in the trenches. Yeah, look. Harvard, whatever Harvard. Yeah, we got yeah. a guy. <laughs> we got a guy from Long Island. 
Yeah, you want the guy who's been in the trenches in Vietnam, right? So he's Scotty has been in the in in the in the dating trenches mm-hmm. for for years now, and he's got some really interesting insights about uh, how to jump back in the dating pool uh, if you're single again, and uh, and the the pitfalls that that await you if you post the wrong photo or you say the wrong things in your profile. Okay, so um, let's jump past dating into you're uh, you're engaged and you're getting ready to get married. This is an amazing statistic, Gib, because um, if you're having second thoughts about getting married, uh, according to psychologist Eric Permute says, there, there is something you should do. You should ask yourself this question. If you could magically make everything go away, would you? Wow. So the question takes the embarrassment and the fear out of your reasoning. So if your choice is to say, I don't, she says there is a best way to cancel a wedding. And the statistics that I have seen, it's between 20 and 28% of the people who are going to get married this weekend, right? They, they don't want to do it. They don't want to go through with it. But they're afraid that if they- It's too late. It, it's too late that they're going to have to call all of these people, right? Cancel they, all they're the They're going to have to cancel. They're going to lose thousands. Of, the average wedding is now $28,000. And so they go through it. They think, well, I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out later. But th- this is from an interview with brides and grooms who said when they were standing there, when they were walking down the aisle, they knew they should have said no. It's uh, crazy. I mean, look, the, the, the reality is uh, the minute before you say I do- is a much better time to break up than the minute after you say I do. Yeah. So as soon as you cross that line, that's a to- you're in a totally different field. Um, I would highly recommend not crossing that line. And, and no matter how embarrassing it is, the nice thing is... It, once you break up, you never have to see half the people that you right, invited again. Right, right. You know? I mean, that's, that's a little crass, but still. But it's so it's so hard to do that when you're in it. Oh, I can't it, imagine. It's you know, nigh on yeah. impossible. Okay, so anyway, psychologist Deborah Permute on this. She says first, if you're going to cancel a wedding, you must notify your guests right away. Absolutely. Uh, so we go on to etiquette expert Diane Gottsman, who weighs in on this. She says make sure you personally speak to everybody. She says do not use voicemail or email if you don't have the stomach for that. And many people wouldn't. Then you should designate somebody from your wedding party to do it for you. I would designate you. you you'd be great. Oh, at that. great! Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Next, you have to cancel all the vendors, um, and this and this is pretty cool. So this is what this is on the on the list of oh my gosh, am I going to lose all this money? Maybe not. You can sell your entire wedding through a company like Skybride. Skybride finds a quote buyer couple that will purchase your wedding for a discount. Dude, wow, forget awesome. the sellers. Be a buyer. If you're getting ready to get married, <laughs> yeah. go through Skybride. Yeah. Buy somebody out yeah. for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Be a buyer. Now, this will be a debate. Whoever you agree should keep the wedding ring. You should know that if the engagement's broken, there's a pretty easy way to sell it. You uh, try the site. There's actually a site called I do, comma, now I don't, dot com. I don't think you need to put the comma There's no in comment there. there if you want to go. Say, yeah. I do, now I don't, dot com. You can recoup 70% of the cost of a ring. I mean, that's, see, now, yeah. see, now they, it, it's better. You don't ruin your life. You just uh-huh. get the money back this way. We've yeah. been of great service here. It's a fantastic way. It's, uh, it's promise you it's a lot cheaper than a divorce. Yeah. I'm going to make it even easier. It, you, ladies, you might be able to get your money back on your dress. So there are websites, write this down, like, I don't want to promote this, but you know. Anyway, pre-owned wedding dresses. No, you do want to promote yeah, this for the yeah, buyers. Yeah, 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 for yeah, those yeah, of you yeah, that are happily yeah. excited to get married and want to get more bang for your buck, use these other people's disappointment in life to right, your own yeah, advantage. Yeah. yeah, but we also want to encourage people not to make a decision that's going to haunt them for exactly. the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, and, and by, by the way, you might want to clear your history if you're considering this because yeah, right? if, if your fiance sees all of these things, I go, what's going on? Anyway, uh, so here are the websites again for the dress. Pre-owned wedding dresses. 
Um, that's it. The website, preownedweddingdresses.com. And, and Smart, Smart Bride, Bride Boutique. Yes, yeah. there you go. Smartbrideboutique.com. You can sell your dress, a veil, and, and, and accessories. Again, that's from etiquette expert Diane uh, Gottsman. Really, really good stuff. Oh, I, look, I, I love, I love, if I could go back and do it again, I would buy somebody else's wedding out. I would buy their caterer out. Yeah. That sounds like a great way. So, you know who would do this is your friend Kai, who is oh. always finding all the great travel oh, yeah. tips and all the rest of that stuff. He finds all the good, the, the best, uh, best hotels. I could see him doing wedding arbitrage, buying out people's weddings at a discount and then selling it at a slightly increased price to, right. a, to another. I could yeah. see him being the arbiter arbitrage. of that. That's a great idea. Oh <laughs> wedding arbitrage. Let's invest in that. What, and, and, and what about, hey, listen, I have a 25th, Connie and I have our 25th wedding anniversary. We, sh- we could renew our vows. Buy somebody's wedding. Buy a one of the Kardashians. I'm sure is going to cancel a wedding soon. <laughs> Buy a Kardashian wedding. I don't think I can even afford the secondhand <laughs> Kardashian wedding. Listen, there's a story um, that has been trending for us on our Facebook page for a little while here, and it's it's a, it's disturbing, but it also makes a it makes. It makes a lot of sense because we've just become crazy on the road. So, you know, you, you've heard us talk about these self-driving cars. Can't wait. Can't right. wait till we all have one. Right. And they're, they're testing them. Uber's te- testing them. Google's testing them. Um, and and basically, I mean, wh- what does the car do now? It's, uh, I mean. It's, so it's, now it's, it's a semi-assisted car. So you have the, the Tesla has one and, it's ve- and Google has a couple of them. They're very impressive um, uh, artificial intelligence that scans around and sees things that you don't necessarily see. So in traffic, it will it'll set a fixed distance for the car in front of you and brake if traffic comes to a stop. Um, it will, you know, it'll it'll even help you with changing lanes. You just tell it to change lanes and it'll look in the blind spots. It's all done by computers who are infinitely or largely finitely more accurate and more attuned than the human brain. Right. So uh, that's what's been tested. But right now, it, it's it's semi-autonomous, it's called. It means that you still need to be in the driver's seat ready to intervene in case of an emergency. But for the most part, they handle a lot of the mundane parts of driving. That's great. That was a great description. So there's something, however, that automotive experts are worried about. So they, they're fearing that the biggest distraction behind the wheel won't be people on their cell phones when these cars are driving themselves, but people getting frisky while the car is driving itself. I mean, yeah. Of course that's going to happen. But look, as soon as the cars are not semi-autonomous but fully autonomous, and as soon as 90% of the cars on the road are not driven by a person but, but, but are driven by a computer, then that doesn't really matter so much. It's just just get tinted windows and go nuts, oh whatever my, you want to do. Go nuts. Because, it's, because you're not driving the car anymore. The computer is doing a better job. And by the way, the threshold for how good a computer has to be to beat human drivers is very, very low. We're all staring at our cell phones and getting into accidents like crazy. These self-driving cars cannot come fast enough. And, and only go nuts if, you're, um, if the car is really a good driver and if you're married. We, we do not, um, we do oh, not promote pre, premarital whether, friskiness. Whatever it is, whether you're reading a magazine, reading a book, checking your Twitter right. feed, checking your right. stocks, or you're in there with your, with your spouse, whatever you want to do, as long as the computer's driving the car, I don't care what you're doing. I think this is really dangerous. Barry Kirk is the director of the Canadian Automated Vehicle Centre. He's concerned about this in-car hanky-panky. He says, quote, I'm predicting that once computers are doing the driving, there will be a lot more no driving, as he put it, no driving activity happening in cars. Of course there will be a lot of that because you're not driving anymore. What are you going to do? Do your taxes. People are going to get their taxes done on January 3rd. Yeah, this is when like, this is done, this is like trying to stop water finding its uh, its yeah, true, true level. Look, uh, the, the people you give you mm. give people within a certain age range 
a private space and they're and, and they you know and it, stuff's going to happen. So coming up in just a few minutes, I we are so excited about this because our our executive producer who happens to be an expert on dating, Scotty Myers, as He's we on a dating safari with a pith helmet. He's out there doing the good doing the good lord's work so you don't have to. So if you're thinking about online dating or the online dating isn't working for you right now and you're thinking about tweeting your prof, uh, tweaking your profile or you're like, "Oh gosh, I don't think my photos." This is a guy who has pretty much he's been on the front lines of this and he's like the NSA of uh, CIA of, of online dating. Uh, it, it makes him sound a lot more sophisticated than he yeah, actually no, but, is. But he has some great empirical he evidence. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah. So Scott Myers, our dating expert, is, uh, is coming up. We have, him, we have him on the phone waiting for us, waiting by the phone uh, in, in New York. The, uh, the, the world's best dating online dating intelligence is just ahead. So, Gib, we just did a, uh, a purge, I should say. My wife, Connie, did a purge of all the vitamins that I've had stashed all over the place. I keep buying vitamins that I think I don't have. It's just a complete mess. And so now we have this amazing uh, partner, advertiser, uh, Care Of. Mm-hmm. And, and you're loving this, too, because the, the vitamins come in little packs. It's well, look, great. look, I had the same thing. My wife went through and made me, made me get rid of a whole bunch of vitamin bottles that I wasn't using. And I also don't know what to take. So uh, I went on the on the Care of website and I gave them a whole bunch of information about my lifestyle and they gave me a whole bunch of vitamins that I should be taking, gave me a list. And then I'm able to get that without going to the store or anything. I get these little packets every day. Uh, I get a stack of packets and then every day I just take one out. I open it up. It's custom Gosh, printed. It says, especially yes. for Gib. I love yeah. it. And I get and I get those vitamins at, at less than what I would be spending if I went to the store. So tell me, you went online and they asked you a bunch of questions, a whole bunch of lifestyle questions. How active are you? What are your problem areas? Do you need help with focus? Do you need help with your digestion? I, I said yes to almost everything, and I got this amazing package of vitamins. And my wife doesn't even notice because it's not another vitamin bottle. It's this really really handsome little case with these little individually wrapped so packages great. in That's it. Great. And I bought one of those big plastic things with all the little windows, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, they, you have to use, you can't cram all the vitamins in there. This and, is and prettier. They, and they start to decrease. Compose. Uh-huh. It's really this terrible. is, this yeah, is yeah. hermetically sealed for your yes. enjoyment. So you need to check this out. Go to uh, takecareof.com. That's the website. Uh, one long word: takecareof.com. Get a personalized recommendation today. Our our listeners get fifty percent off your first order when you use the code TESH TESH. That's takecareof.com. Offer code TESH for fifty percent off your first order. And hey, the good news is you're going to have more money for vitamins and everything else because we are going to hook you up with Ting Mobile. These guys are oh. awesome. Look, I love my cell phone. I absolutely, you know, it's a it's an extension of my body. Yeah. Uh, but you know, when I hate my cell phone is when I have to pay the bill every mm-hmm, month because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Whether I use the data or not, I'm paying an, an egregious amount. Well, Ting Mobile uh, got into our lives and I am absolutely loving it. I can turn the whole thing into a game. I only pay for the for the bandwidth that I use, for the minutes that I use, for the text messages that I send. It's all I pay for. And you can get your you can get your bill down. So they say average customers are able to get their bill down to $23 a month. So now I can take my cell phone onto the Ting network, which is Sprint and T-Mobile. It's the same network as Sprint and T-Mobile. Uh, it's an unbelievably good network. And I don't have to ever hate my cell phone. I can take my, uh, I have an iPhone. I can take my iPhone with me to, 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 Sprint, to Ting and, and use the Sprint network. And I, and I don't hate it anymore. And you're saying you're playing a game because you're, you're, you're trying to out-save yourself money? Well, they're, I mean- <laughs> they're completely transparent. They tell you how much you've used and right. what you're spending on right. it. So, so you great. can look at, your, at the app and you can see how much you've actually used that month. And that's all you're going to have to pay for. So you can titrate how much you need. I you make it. a choice. Do I, I really need to check Facebook right now? So visit 
test.ting.com to try Ting today, and our listeners can save $25 off select devices or receive $25 in Ting service credit just for getting started. Just go to tesh.ting.com and save a pile of money. Not sure if you've noticed, but uh, we don't uh, we don't put anything on this show that's going to to, to hurt you. In other words, we don't we don't promote uh, tanning beds or or soft drinks. Uh, we promote stuff that's really healthy. And one of the healthiest things we've ever spoken about is Sun Basket, yep. and uh, it's if you can eat organic, non-GMO ingredients from the best farms and fishermen, and they're sent directly to your door, which is wild. I don't, I don't want to keep uh, sound like a broken record, but I have no idea what I'm doing at the grocery store. I walk around. <laughs> I look at stuff. Is that good for me? Is that good for me? I don't know. And then the idea that I would bring it all home and turn it into a recipe that tastes like anything other than slop is uh, is completely beyond me. I'd be afraid I'd poison my family, basically. Yeah, because, right? you know, with rhubarb, you can. You, and you <laughs> can actually do it. Uh, so what's amazing about Sunbasket is they send you the whole recipe. So I got these veggie burgers, and I, I look like I'm a chef. I totally impressed my wife by getting the veggie burgers from Sunbasket. I made them. I, I made the patties from scratch with the ingredients they gave me. I didn't need anything else. So it was absolutely amazing. And uh, now I look like, uh, uh, who's the guy that I was yelling? Gordon Ramsay. I'm, like the, I'm the Gordon Ramsay of my house now. The problem is I've set the bar too high. Each Sunbasket meal comes with pre-measured fresh ingredients, which is good for me, and easy to follow uh, directions, which is good for Gib. Go to, yeah. go to sunbasket.com slash Tesh today and get your first three meals free. What an offer. At yeah. sunbasket.com slash Tesh. That's a get, whole day of meals for free. You get three healthy, easy-to-prepare meals free. sunbasket.com slash Tesh. All right, it's time for some uh, some dating intelligence. And Gib, and Gib uh, Tinder has shared the ten most right swiped professions. If you're not on Tinder, uh, right swipe. I know everybody but me. Uh, right swipe means you want to connect, and left swipe means you're not interested. So um, now, of course, uh, the most uh, swipe jobs are different from city to city, but there are some overall trends that have stood out. Uh, and so since Gib has been married for 10 years and I'm coming up on my 25th anniversary, we thought this is a ridiculous story for us to be talking about. Right. So why not bring in our executive producer, Scott Myers, who is full on single. He's not- also the executive producer of the dating pool right now. <laughs> <The> guy- <laughs> He's so, out there. He's so, out there. Ladies, you can find him on Tinder. So we're in, uh, we're in Los Angeles. Scotty is, uh, is in New York. And well, I want to t- I want to go through this, Scotty, and then we can have a we can have a conversation um, about it. Uh, first of all, in in, in the interest of, of full disclosure, Scotty was married for a while, and now he's back in a dating pool. I won't give you his age, but he's not twenty. Okay, so um, so he's closer. <laughs> but he'll tell you he gets out there like a twenty year old. He's closer to my age than he is to Gibbs' age. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Actually, I think I'm right in the middle. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. Right, yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Good don't, story. Don't put me closer to John's age is pretty much what he said there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a laugh track. Okay, so, uh, Scotty, man, it, according, according to Tinder, right? And you're on, are you, okay, what, first of all, what apps are you on Tinder, right? Um, yes. What the heck was that? You're either on it or you're not on it. He's a little embarrassed about the fact that he's on Tinder. In his advanced age, it's a little scary. What are you? You make me wait, 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 Skip. You make me out to be on like geriatric dating. No, it's just like you're so worried about giving something up here. You're like Julia, Julian no, Assange no. or something. Whatever that guy's name is. He's not worried about giving anything up. <laughs> All right, where where were no, we? Yeah, I, I, I am. I, I am on. I am on Tinder and maybe one or two others. Well, okay, well, so wow. No, no. Look, if you've heard of a dating app, Scotty is on it. If there's an app for that, Scott, to meet women, Scotty is on it. So that's Match, OK Cupid, Tinder. 
is like interviewing. Bumble. This is like interviewing Kellyanne Conway. I can't get anything out of you. What? What other? We're never going to get through this story. Those of you who are not interested in dating, you might be interested in. You might be interested in in the most dangerous podcast in the world, which we're in the middle of right now. Scotty, uh, what other apps are are you on? So we, Tinder is a left, right, swipe left, right. What? what, what All else? right, there, there, there's Tinder. There's Match. There's gosh, Okay Cupid is one of them. Plenty of fish. That's about it. That's my list. Uh, you're not on Bumble. I thought you were on Bumble. I was on Bumble. I haven't. I haven't actually looked at that in a long Excuse, time. Here's the thing. Scotty now. texts me all the time. <laughs> like, I just met somebody. Uh, check this out. And I'm like, Scotty, I just let me know if it gets serious. Then I'll meet you. If you just joined us, we're eventually going to find out what Tinder says are the, are the ten most right swiped uh, professions. But first of all, what is, is the it, difference, Scotty, between what is the difference between, uh, and, I, and, and I really don't know the answer to this, the difference between Tinder and Plenty of Fish? <laughs> Sounds I, like a horrible I, chain I, of fish restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, in, in, in my particular age bracket, you know, they're all pretty much about the same. I mean, when you, when, you get, when you deal with somebody, I guess, in Gibbs age bracket and maybe even a little bit younger than that, Tinder is really more of a hookup site. I generally find... Once you once you get to about the mid thirties, it's they're all the same. They're all the same. It's the same. I mean, a lot of times you see the same people on the same sites. Right, right. They're all seeing you on the same sites too, Scotty. (laughs) What happened to what happened to what happened to Match dot com? Um, there's that also. There's that also. Yeah. So so is it so, um, so, honest, so, so, so so I mean I guess we've really sort of flipped this over Gabe into we're going to get we're going to get we're going to get some some inside information for how to work the dating site so so at any given time Scotty your profile is on <clears throat> how many different dating sites three or four I'd say bro I'd say oh, I'm on about four but what ends up happening is sometimes you just don't bother looking at one for a while right, and you just sort of right. Focus on one site versus another. What ends up happening um, is you keep but, you keep giving a list of, of sites that you're on and saying that's it, and then we mention another one, and you go, "Oh yeah, I'm on that one too." That's what ends up happening. So you say three or four. Well, I'm going to put the number at a, at a solid six dating sites that you're on right now. <laughs> All right. So anyway, probably, okay. But let's let's let's, let's, let's actually get some intelligence out of here out, out of this. Do you change your what? What's the most important thing? For uh, in in a, in a dating profile, so we, we've had all these experts on, right? All these dating experts, they are written books and everything. But but you really have the you know in the trenches, in the bunker experience. What, Our field researcher. There we go. What's the? You're the, Jane, what, what, you're the you know Jane Goodall of 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 dating app research. Look it up. All right. Well, you, you know what? Forget about forget about the ten most right swipe professions. I'm going to give you the Scotty pro tips for waiting for <laughs> online dating. That's this is what you need. Okay. All right. So forget, and, forget the yeah, forget the other research. Yeah. Forget, go ahead. Forget that. This is this is the real. And, this and is by the way, on, you just you, you just talked experience. about you just talked about yourself in the third person. Yep. The only other person I've ever met that's done that is Yanni, my friend Yanni. So go ahead. You guys would date together. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous. <laughs> All right. So there's a couple of different things. And coincidentally, you've actually talked about some of these other things on the radio show. So it all ties in. And what you know, it's funny. This is about my third bullet point, but I want to bring this to the top of the list because we've done segments on the radio show. And there's these these picture improvement apps. I, I what are they? Facetune. I mean, you've you've done a couple of segments on these things. Sure. Yeah. yeah where, you, where you can smooth what, out this smooth out this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I got to tell you, you know what, here's a dating, dating tip advice, whatever you want to call it for, for women. And I guess for men out there as well, don't do that. Honestly, when you go on to some of these dating sites, you can see people, they look like they're a cartoon character. They use these apps to so, to such an extent. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit like plastic surgery. If you notice it, it's too much. Yeah. 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 
So well, you, and you know what so, I think? What happens is people so, get on there and they, they they adjust, they adjust, they adjust. Like, oh, I look great, and they just don't look like real people anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, have have you ever been on a date where I mean, I, I mean, you must have gotten fooled by by one of these uh, <clears throat> facial things before. Uh, all, all, have you ever gone on a date and the person looked completely different? Oh my gosh, I gotta say the the very very first online date I ever ever went on, and this was this was probably one of the most jarring experiences of my life. Obviously, it didn't jar you enough to keep you out of the dating pool. (laughs) Just saying. Well, you know, (laughs) if at first you don't succeed. Um, But what ended up happening is they represented themselves on the site as being 36 years old. And all of a sudden they showed up and there's, I'm sure people lie about their age on this thing, but you're not supposed to do it by 20 years. And clearly, clearly this woman was substantially older than me. And, and it just, and the picture didn't match. It was, it was clearly a 20 year old picture. And you know, the, the one thing that I, based on that Her hairstyle and, and clothing with. style in the picture didn't clue you into that it was a 20 year old picture. Was she that avant-garde in her style 20 years ago? <laughs> well, you know what? The, the other thing that I learned to give is whenever somebody only has one picture yeah. And it's a little filtered, yeah. fuzzy, yeah. blurry, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's the person you got to swipe to the to the wait left. Is it left or right? Left yes, is bad. Left. Right you. is good. Tony, he doesn't know. Uh, that's, yeah, right. no. that's the one you swipe. Left. So just to um, recap, Scotty's yeah, dating tips are are have more than one picture and don't over filter it. Right there we go. Okay, but and, now, but now, Scotty, Scotty, so so on this particular got, on this particular dating uh, uh, adventure, did you have a hard time finding her? Was it that bad? No, because you know what? That was that was a Match.com story. It was the first time I signed up online for anything. And I got to tell you, when you first sign up, if you haven't been doing online dating, you first sign up for one of these dating sites and you show up there, you get bombarded. I mean, I probably got 60 messages from them. I said to myself, holy cow, what the heck? Am I fresh meat? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know. The I answer was yes, so many people you are fresh meat, apparently. Okay. Yes, apparently. And... I was a novice. I didn't know any better. This this woman sent me some nice messages. All right, she only had one picture. It was a little blurry. Oh, what the heck? Let's go out for a drink. And um, yeah, that was that was that. Um, so have you ever had? You know, there's, there's a, go ahead. I interrupted you. Go, go ahead. ahead. Um, you know, and there's a, there's a couple of other different things that you learn along the way. And when you put something in your dating profile saying, you know, that you're looking to find somebody athletic, or if you you know, and this would be for somebody putting it on their own profile, if they say. I'm athletic. Actually, be athletic. <laughs> Watching sports doesn't count. You know, oh you gosh, actually have to tough. get up and do something. <laughs> so how? Boy, there's this is a. They just can't cancel, cancel the rest of the show. It's this a is wonder golden. he's single. This is golden. All right, but now, have you ever had? Have, <laughs> have you ever had the feeling when you showed up? Have you ever had the feeling that that you um that you were out out of your league and and you could feel that the, that the woman felt the same way? Um, you got to clarify that a little. Okay, bit. Okay, what, 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 just flip it over. Was it what, when 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 the, if these women that show up on your on these on these uh, dating appointments, have you ever noticed that a woman was disappointed with with what she found in you? What's not to love? No, um, oh, <laughs> I will say this about um, Scotty you know, for all the, for all the making fun of him we're doing. He does represent himself accurately yes, yeah. everywhere he goes. Okay, so let's get back. Let's let, let's let, let's get back to politics. All right. Let, okay, so we've got the okay, don't no, that, don't use the filter, 
And what was the don't other don't lie about your age. Okay. Have more than one picture. Right. Uh, and, and then what's not to love? And do you like? And Scotty, do you do you like do you like to have a, a photo that that of of them doing something? Because we've we've had that tip before, you know, it had, with a dog or with a or with a friend or or something. Do you, what, what kind of picture do you do? Yeah, do you, you know, and it's interesting you say that. I mean, you, you always you always want to see a couple of different pictures. I I would always be more attracted to somebody if they're smiling in their picture. And I know there's some studies that say don't smile, don't do that. You, you know, listen, I want to see what somebody looks like when they smile. Um, another, another tip regarding pictures is don't have every single picture you and three other people, because if I have to sit there for more than a half a second to try to figure out which one is you, oh wow, yes, swipe left, right. Scotty. <laughs> you know, that's, that's another one of those things. Yeah. Scotty's time is valuable is what he's trying to say, ladies. If you want to date him, make sure that he has a clear okay. picture of you. Okay, so I asked you to write down a couple of well, other things. No, no, get, wait, get, wait, I'm going to interrupt you and say, no, it's marketing one-on-one. Put your best, you know, your best yeah, way to sell yourself out there first. Rather than to confuse, yeah. you know, confuse the market. Yeah, tell Gib to leave you alone. We got, we got, to, we got to get the, the data out here. So, so what, uh, what, what, what's another one on the list? Uh, let's see, sarcasm. Here, this is a really interesting thing. And a lot of times, you'll see a woman put in their profile, you know, that oh, I'm so sarcastic, and I'm amazed at how many women pride themselves on their quote sarcasm on their dating profile. And you know, my little secret here is. And apparently most of these women haven't figured this out, but my experience has been most men really don't like sarcastic women. And to me, at least, and this is my own personal take, is it's it shouldn't be breaking news, but it's almost like you're putting a negative about yourself up there. And to me, it's a, to me, it's a turnoff. I'll I'll move on to the next one. I'm like, listen, I, I don't need, I don't need this aggravation. I think that's her way of um, saying that she has a sense of humor and that she can take a joke. That's that's what I think. That that's why people put sarcasm out there. Oh, or maybe she could say, I have a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's one of those things and I've seen that more than once. Um, and there's certain little nuances. You, oh, God, I'm sorry, John. No, yeah, um, I'm just trying to push this along. How, how, um, how many uh, interactions, online interactions do you have? Do you think the average person should have before they actually meet in person? Oh, and, good question. and the second part of this question is where should you meet? Great, great, great question. Um, I generally like to, you know, like to actually, you know, move from the dating site to actual texting and talking for at least a, at least a couple of days, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe a week. Honestly, if, it, if it's going to drag out more than about a week or so before you're actually going to meet them in person, um, I, I, I lose interest. I mean, I, I'm not looking for a textual relationship. I want to actually meet somebody in person. Now, and, and have you found that there, there are people who are just sort of there – they're they're really in a relationship and they're just trolling and they're trying oh, wow. and, and they're trying to they're trying to see if they're attractive and if they can uh, can you spot that person who's who's trying to lure you in but they're not really interested in meeting in person. You know what I think I think there are people who are out there <clears throat> looking for attention. They 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 want to they they want a pen pal almost. I mean let's yeah. we'll put it into that context. Sure. And you know the reality is <clears throat> to, to to really go out on a date with somebody, that's where you really get to meet somebody. That's where you see how they interact, how they interact with a waiter when you're at a restaurant or at a bar or something like that. Oh, yeah. We um, talk about that all the time. Generally. Yeah. And, and to me, that's, you know, it's one of those things that's really, you know, really important. And, and it should be important for a woman to see how the guy treats the waiter. And trust me, the guys are looking at the girls to see how, how they interact with, with the staff as well, too. Yeah. Um, generally, for a first date, I would always prefer, let's just go get drinks. I don't want to go. I don't want to go out for a dinner because you know you go out for drinks. It's it's quick, relatively, and it's it's 
it's not the same level of pressure of, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here and we don't click, we don't get along. I got to endure a whole meal with this person. Yeah. Um, it's just, Again, you know, Scotty's it is, time is valuable, ladies. Don't waste his time. That's what Thank I'm hearing. <laughs> and I don't want to waste theirs for that matter. Right. There you go. There you go. So um, let's let's talk about what else, what else do you have on your list, Scotty? The per- perfect online dating tips. What else? Um, perfect online dating tip. If uh, if and this applies both ways, I would say for both men and for women. But if you know if if, if the guy doesn't message you back after, let's say, two days, don't keep messaging him. Mm-hmm. He's just not that into you. Really, he's not. Right. And you know what? And you just got to pull up your bootstraps and move on. And there's a lot of times where, you know, you'll, you'll keep messaging. I mean, and being a, being a guy, I've, I've been on, on both sides of this where you, you get messages from a girl and you basically said, listen, you know, you're a nice person, but I'm just not feeling it. Right. And they still keep coming at you again and again to the point you have to be a little bit more assertive in terms of saying, listen, we're really just not a match. Rather than you know that whole hint thing, sometimes people just don't take it. So you're you're sort of legendary in in that you, you, clearly you, you, clearly you spent, he's legendary. You spent a lot of time crafting your your, your profile and and um, I know Gib read read some of it to me. It's you know, it's basically a, no, but it's basically a lot of hey, if you're into this or if you're not into that, whatever, forget this, just move. You know, yeah, get, do yourself a favor and move on. So, what are some of the things that you think a guy should put in their in their dating profile so it's a no it's a no nonsense uh, um, presentation? You know what? I'm I'm always a big fan of of being direct, being to the point. Say what you're looking for. Say what you want. Say what you don't like, um, you know, and that can apply in a lot in a lot of different ways. I mean, it's it really comes down to, you know, I've got a son. He's he's 13 years old, and some women that are out there, they they they're jealous of the time you spend with your child. They have to understand my my kid is my number one priority, and dating comes second, way 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 down the list comparatively. You know, my, my if my son needs me. I'm going to cancel the date. That's what it comes down to. And, you know, obviously you try to, you know, you show each other respect about it, but they have to understand when you have a young child, that's a priority. Um, I generally try to date women who actually have kids as they get that. Mm -hmm. When I, when I've gone out with, with women who don't have kids, a lot of them do get that as well too, but it's, it's once again, it's one of those little nuances that certain people understand a little bit better if they've been down that same road. Sure. But you also have a list of of, of turn off of, of things that uh, that turn you off uh, that that a woman uh, may 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 do. Can you give us that that list? That's on. I mean, anybody can see it on your profile. What's the what's the Any, list? Literally anybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain things where you know, if you go onto a dating website and you see, um, and you see a woman who feels the need to stand, you know, stand in front of a uh, a mirror for their picture, turning around, showing their butt to the mirror. You know, listen. I'm all about working out. I like somebody who's fit, who's athletic, who likes to work out, but I don't need to see the booty shot as your dating profile. You know, that's right. to me, it, 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 it's, it's showing somebody who to me has low self-esteem and they have to sort of get out there to flaunt that. They, they should be confident in themselves enough to know that they don't need to do that. Um, and generally speaking, I'm, you know, I try to avoid women who have, you know, large tattoos across their chest. Um, particularly if, it, if it's an ex-boyfriend's name, it's just not a place that I want to be reading about. Oh come on! Uh, you know, you've I, never I seen want, that. You've never. You've never. I seen guarantee that you, before. he's seen that. I guarantee oh you, God. he's seen that. 
I just, uh, you know, it's not a place where I want to read about Tyrone. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now, so this, this list, getting back, getting back to this list that, that Tinder, that, that Tinder uh, put, I can put summar- together here. I, before we move on, sure, can I just ahead. summarize everything that Scotty said in <laughs> yeah, one yeah, sentence? Yeah. yeah if yeah, you want to no, But wait, Scotty, Scott, do you have anything else on your list before Gib does a summary? Um, you know, we can, we can go... <laughs> We can go give us, give us, now. Well, let, let give summarize so far and then give us one more. This is everything. <laughs> okay. Be honest about who you are on the profile picture and, and uh, on your profile and give him more than one picture. That's it. You just got to be and, and present an honest picture of yourself so you don't waste each other's time. That is Scotty Myers saying. Scotty's time is valuable is what I've heard him say today. Yeah. And he does not want to have his time wasted with people lying about how many Tough Mudder races they've done. And but, it's uh, not, but it sounds like he, but but it sounds like he's also he, he's also uh, considering the uh, the woman's time too. So he wants to make sure, sure that his profile uh, gives that impression too. Yeah. Okay. So so give us one more, Scott. Well, you know, and, and, okay. and I'm going to give you. I'm going to sum it up and say yes to what Gibb has said. But the other thing too is you, you know don't put send me a message that you, you got to put more than that in your profile. I mean, really try to craft you know what you're looking for because people are looking for different things. And my profile on, on the dating sites is generally pretty long because I really put all those pieces in there. And if it's not what somebody's looking for, you know, if they read my profile, let them swipe left. I, you know, let's not waste each other's time. Right. And, you know, that, that's one thing that I've noticed a lot of people don't put a lot of time in is putting all of what they are and what they're looking for on their profile. And they'll simply put a, you know, Let's meet for coffee. And, you know, listen, that's not telling me anything about you. Mm-hmm. I want to know good, about good you a little bit before I fire off that message. What's your, what, what, what is your, um, what's your tip? What's your message for people who are, are like you, right? And they're, 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 uh, they're, they're out, of a, out of a long relationship or they're out of, a, out of a marriage. And they're getting back in the dating pool and they're saying, oh, I'm not going to do that online dating thing. I don't know how to do it and I just don't believe it. I mean, what would, you, what would your message question. to them be? You know, give it a shot. You got, you got nothing to lose. Um, you know, if, if all else, it's, 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 you can kill time and swipe through. And, you know, you never know. You might find somebody that you do click with and then you do want to see and you do want to develop a relationship with. Speaking of you, killing you time, really I've been in the back of a car with you driving to, from a, one venue to another for a station event. <laughs> Scotty literally is killing yeah. time. He's on the app swiping while we're driving. Like, oh, maybe I'll beat somebody tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Well, wait, 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 let me let me correct let me correct that for the rest of the audience. Gib actually takes my phone yeah, and Gib swipes for me. I know. I know. He's he's just he's just he's he's looking out for you. And 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 then and then one last one last tip. If, if people are thinking about getting uh, getting into online dating, what should the first, what, what do you think is the best app to get started on? You know, I would probably say go go with something like OkCupid okay or Plenty of Fish. They're They're both free apps. They're both apps where you can put a detailed profile. Whereas I think Tinder and, you know, some of the swipe apps, they they give you enough room for like a, a, for a short paragraph. You can actually write what, you know, what you're looking for, what you're about, what are your interests Mm -hmm. on one of those two, because that to me is a better way to stick your toe in the water. And and they're both free sites. And what about, of course, match.com. Yeah. What about, what what about a safety tip for, for a woman who's who's getting into online dating? Mm -hmm. Don't date Scotty. That's a safety <laughs> tip right there. <laughs> um, you know, use your gut. Be, be cautious. You know, always, you know, don't let that person pick you up on a first date. Meet someplace public. Meet at a coffee house. Meet at a, at a, at a bar. Whatever, whatever it is, a lounge. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Police be- station. <laughs> uh, meet at a book depository or a theater. 
exactly. Yeah, so you're saying so, – so, But, so, I mean, you know oh, – Go ahead. Um, just, you know, first off, I would definitely suggest, you know, have a couple of conversations. Feel comfortable before you're willing to meet somebody out, you yeah, know, somebody yeah. out there in the real world. And, and again, do it in a public place. I mean, you know, if you guys click great, if, if you don't, you know, you have, it, you have an exit plan where, <laughs> where you have witnesses. What's the picture when you when when you when you see a picture of a of, of a woman? What is the picture that makes you stop right away? The the, the composition of the picture, what's in it, um, the lighting, um, the number of people, everything. What 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 stops you? Um, I generally will stop faster if it's uh, and I know you're going to laugh, but if it's somebody who's got a picture at at a, at a tough mutter or a Spartan race or shocked, you know, shocked. some kind of an athletic advance. Shocked. You know, it's it's you know, it's what I it's what I do. It's what I like to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I find I find an, I find somebody who's athletic attractive because that's an interest. That's one of my interests. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's more the environment in the environment the environmental kind of aspect of it. In terms of the actual picture of the person, again, I always prefer to see somebody who's in that picture and they're smiling and you can see them. They're not wearing big sunglasses. They're not wearing a big hat. I want to see their their face, and I want to see their smile. What does it mean to you when a woman takes a picture with her dog? Oh, bonus points! Oh wow, okay, absolutely. Oh, that's great. That's absolutely, cool. that's great. Bonus points. Well, yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm, a, I'm a dog person. Yeah, and speaking of speaking of bonus points, we you know, Gibb and I actually did a piece on a previous podcast about this, but the you know the tough mudder races where you where you crawl through the mud and under electric wire and you scale you know and you climb climb the ropes. The, the, apparently, there's more people meeting uh members of the opposite sex there than uh, than there are on dating sites now have you have you have you seen this have you seen people quote unquote uh well i'm not gonna say hooking up oh hooking up there we go uh, find, <laughs> finding 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 people to to date in those races i i can def- I, I haven't found anybody that i've dated at the race but i can absolutely see that as an appropriate venue absolutely it also seems like great preparation it- for dating you <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you need you need endurance. <laughs> exactly. Okay, like we're done here. All right, Scott Myers. On that note. <laughs> Scott Myers. Um, I, I have to. Well, I, just once again, if you you know, I, well, this is a podcast. They didn't just join us in the yeah. middle of. It. I, I've always felt like I'm on the radio. Anyway, uh, this is Scott Myers, our our executive producer. Been working. How many years we've we been working together, Scotty? 18? 19, 19, my friend. 19 years, yeah. Uh, and, uh, gosh, should we give, do you want do you want us to give your last name or no? We've, uh, we've given his last name quite it. a few times. Oh, we have? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> about five or six times. Sorry. Well, then, then, then I, I won't do it one more time. But thanks. You know, we can actually call you a dating expert, right? We can. Oh, at least, at least for his field research alone. He just hasn't yeah. published yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so some of these people that write, write these books, I think they have an idea about dating. But you've yeah. really given us an inside look at, at, the, at, at the dating world. He's a field researcher. Well, eventually we'll and tell you, know you what, what I, those professions are, by the way. <laughs> And you know what? I, I do want to throw one last dating tip out there for everybody. And and John, you and I have talked about this in the context of a different article, which whose title I can't read on the air just because it's not family friendly in terms of the title. But what it really comes down to is you want to, you know, if if, if you're seeing somebody, don't live in that gray area. I mean, if if you're sort of like, yeah, all right, I'm going to see him this weekend. Uh, you know what? Make that a no. You want to be fired up. You want to be all in. And when you think of going out with whoever that may be, you want to be sitting there saying, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, don't, yeah. Be, don't be in the gray area. Gotcha. 
Thank you, Tony Robbins. The uh, <laughs> the the other thing the other thing that I, I love about the uh, the dating the online dating apps is that is that you know you if you're if you're a Christian or if you're a Jewish or if you're a Muslim or if you're a farmer there's, there's a, an there's app a, for there's that an app for farmer or or even if you have um, you know osteoarthritis you know I mean there there are, there are dating apps just you know for <laughs> very specific dating apps I think that's really cool. Is there a dating app for uh, radio producers? Scotty, are you on that app? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, are we ever going to talk about the ten most rights white professions? No, we'll do. Uh, we'll do that when we get. We'll do that when we let you go back to your job. This was far more interesting. Are you kidding me? I don't. I know. I believe far less in what Tinder has to say with their little study here than I do about about. This is like this is like interviewing. The guy, this cast of Hacksaw Ridge or something, being around the front lines. Yeah, or, or somebody that was that was uh, stranded on a desert island and asking them questions about yeah. survival. Yeah, no, this has been very, very helpful. You're and, the Bear Grylls of dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. He was the something of something earlier. What was that? Yeah, I don't remember. It was the Jane Goodall of Yeah, the something. Jane Goodall. Yeah, all right. Scott Myers, thank- oh, I did say your name again. Scott Myers, thanks so much. We love you, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. And that's about as inside as you can get in the world of online dating, I think. Please remember that... If you haven't already done so, we'd love for you to subscribe to our Intelligence for Your Life podcast on iTunes and make sure you hit that review button. You can always reach me on Twitter, at John Tesh, and Gib is at Gib Gerard. And our big old Facebook page with uh, oh, nearly a million of our closest friends is at facebook.com slash John Tesh. And we want to make sure you don't let your cell phone bill eat up your entire paycheck. The best way to save yourself is with Ting, Ting Mobile. Yeah, Ting. T-I-N-G. I absolutely love them. Our show is brought to you by them. We absolutely, I love their product. It makes me fall in love with my cell phone all over again, which uh, may not be something that I need, but it does feel good. <laughs> Ting believes you should pay only for what you use, not what you think you'll use, resulting in an average monthly cell phone bill. The average bills are $23 per phone. Can you imagine paying? Tw- I can't can imagine paying $23 per, per phone right now. I would love that. So do this. Visit tesh.ting.com and you'll be able to try Ting today. And guess what? You're going to save $25 on your service of select devices just for getting started. That's tesh.ting.com.